You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Welcome back, squirrel friends. It's another episode of Squirrel Talk, talking all things RuPaul's Drag Race down under. I'm your host, Selena Vile, joined once again by my good sis, Hillary Yas. You're eating. Hey, girl. How you doing? <laughs> what is that? Is that crackers? It's a Pop-Tart. It's delicious. Actually, you know, Pop-Tarts are never that delicious, but they try. Yeah, I've never actually had a Pop-Tart. I find that white culture. My what? family never did that stuff. What? Yeah. I'm sorry, did you call it white culture? Yeah! I don't know anyone who's not white <laughs> in Canada who... <laughs> that eats Pop-Tarts? Exactly. I know, every once in a while, I'm at, at Shoppers Drug Mart, you know, a total white shower, and I'm, like, passing by, and I see, oh, Pop-Tarts, childhood! And I pick them up, and I put them in my toaster, and I'm always disappointed. But what about, <laughs> I have to finish the box. What about toaster strudels? <laughs> Is that the same thing? No, they're, they're a lot... They're frozen. Uh-huh. right they're frozen and you put them in the toaster or whatever and you have to put the icing on they're actually a lot better but they're they're more work do you hate the word strudel as much as i do <laughs> no because ah, <laughs> uh, ich bin ein german person in my lineage that's where my, my half of my whiteness comes from you know of course we love our strudels we love our strudels <laughs> and our schnitzels and all of those things it's one of the reasons why i chose um originally Hillary Oos. Yeah, yeah, Hillary Oos with an umlaut. And we all know I still choose Hillary Oos. That's what I always call you. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Because I'll never shake that out of my system. And I also can't shake out of my system yeah. our very special guest yes. coming to us all the way from Down Under herself. It is the one and only Tash Riot. Hey, hey, hey. Hi. What's your take on the word strudel? Strudel? <laughs> I just hear it. Honestly, I just hear it in Hillary's voice now. I also didn't have pop tarts growing up, though, so I don't know what it is. But you don't know what it is? Oh, um, no, I don't really have pop tarts. Yeah, I don't know. They're they're gross, but you know, I used to eat them. Have you ever seen a commercial for pop tarts? No. Oh. Okay. Well, we'll play what? one on our. Instagram, which is Squirrel Talk Podcast on the Instagram. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll find out about Pop-Tarts there. Yeah. So Tash is a fantastic drag queen. Thank you. Um, in Toronto and formerly Australian, presently Australian, some form of that, <laughs> right? Some form of neither here nor there nor... <laughs> You've been in Canada for four years, I believe now, right? Four years now. Yeah, correct. Wow. Do you feel like you've assimilated? <laughs> Do you feel like you've infiltrated feel... the culture? A little bit. I like I like being a little bit of like all over the place. Like I, I always wanted to move from when I was younger because I just love that thing of learning about like just like weird little different things that we do, like language yeah. and you know what I mean? I think it's so cool. Were you a big traveler? Because anytime I go on my travels, you always meet Australians. Australians yeah. travel, I think, more than any other country. Um, and I, I, I believe it's because you all, you all are so isolated down there. <laughs> You're like, get me out of here. I, I agree with that. I think, I think there's two parts of it. One is uh, we've got a good minimum wage. So when you're... Right like a teenager and working, I feel like 
at least like in my position, I was very lucky. And like a lot of us had the opportunity to save some money when we were in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that definitely plays into it. But also, yeah, the fact that we're so far away from the rest of the world, we just kind of want to explore. And I also think that we grow up watching a lot of North American content, uh, especially like British content as well, but like mainly, you know, a a lot of American TV. So we want to see the world beyond yeah totally so what was there was there a culture shock when you came to canada which is like probably the rust bucket of all of the above <laughs> i wouldn't say i mean we don't have a great we didn't have a great minimum wage when you came here at all we we, we watched american tv just like you but we weren't american <laughs> and we're not as cool as the brit so. i i mean i will say when i figured out the like minimum wage when i first moved here i was freaking out <laughs> because i was like rent is yeah. more expensive and yes. i'm earning less money so i don't see how that works no one does um so that was i'm not gonna lie that's like a, a big thing but I don't know if I'm being honest, like just the adventure of being in a new place was always like out so outweighed like anything. It was. Yeah, it's appealing. It's like it's exciting to be somewhere else. No, absolutely. (sighs) I relate. Yeah, I think one of the cool things about Canada is that it's such a gigantic uh, country that you can explore. Yeah, very few Canadians actually do. But, like, honestly, you can cross the country and you can see so much stuff. Yeah, you could take the Via Rail train from one end to the other, I think. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I was, yeah, I I wanted to do that as much as possible, even, like, I also just love doing things alone. So, like, I'll just go to Montreal for the week and, like... We know, we ran into you in Montreal when you were alone. we hung out in Montreal, (laughs) yes! I know, I went all the way to Montreal to spend some time by myself and I ran into you guys. Yeah, yeah. The one time, the one time House of Licks takes a trip to Montreal and Tash freaking Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was was fun to run into you, it was perfect. I love it, that was the best, that was the best. Mm -hmm. You, Tash, are currently working on a series informing the world um, of Australianisms from this show, from RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Correct. Taking all the shit that they said on the show. We've talked about it on this podcast before. If you're not following Tash Riot already, do it. Watch the Talking Down Under series. You just filmed one right before this, I think. Thank you, I sure did. I'm still picking the uh, glue out of my eyebrows. Thank you. <laughs> what great. Just keep the little glue press in the eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It's It's been a, a, a lot of fun. I And I do, like, that is one of the biggest things I love about traveling, as I said, is, like, meeting people and, and having all of those conversations and being like, wait, you pronounce this word like this? And, uh-huh. like, you call it this, but we call it this. So, yeah, I thought it was such a good opportunity to, like, I also like putting in little stories, I guess, about, like, my life and my experiences with those yes. things. So it's been a fun little project, little quarantine project. Yeah. So one of the biggest words that comes up in this episode is bogan. Mm-hmm. So can you give us a brief definition in history in your perspective? Right. Bogan is, is basically, honestly, it's like saying trailer trash. I feel like that's the equivalent, right. but uh-huh. Australians <laughs> are a little more like brash about things. So Bogan is more than just, uh, it's an attitude. It's a language. It's, it's, you know, encompassing all of those things. It's going to the supermarket and not wearing shoes 
uh, it's, it's a culture in itself. So incredible. Yeah, so I thought Bogan was like a regional area, but I guess I'm wrong. It's, it's, it's a word for trash. Yeah. I don't know his, <laughs> and here's the thing about like explaining a lot of these terms and things is I have, I think about it and I actually have no idea how any of them originated. Right. Like, I don't know where so the like, word Bogan comes from. Can you comp- I just know the context in how we use it. Something, can you compare it to something like um, uh, Banshee Girl or something like that? You know, like, it's just like a, I a lifestyle choice so. or attitude that you kind of get into or whatever. Yeah, I also think an equivalent here would be saying, like, oh, they're so Windsor. Like, it, <laughs> it would be Wait, like... who says that? Is that a Canadian thing? Well, I feel like people in Toronto are always like, oh, 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 I don't know. Like they always pick like specific areas of the GTA. Yes. Oh, okay. To, like, I thought you were. It, I, thought, it, I thought you were talking about like the Windsor family, like the royal. Oh, oh like Windsor Castle. No, no, no. I was talking <laughs> yeah, yeah. about Windsor. Like, oh, I would say yeah, obviously that, Prince Philip, Prince Philip, and Queen Queen Anne. And, you know, they're so Windsor. Oh, like, no. Yeah. I was meaning more, it's like saying like, oh yeah, it's like it, it, very Oshawa. Or I'm trying to just yeah. think of things that people have told me. Like, oh, they're all like Bogan. Totally. Kind of they're very, uh, what do you call it? Um, that one, Oakville or something like that. Yeah. yeah. They all, all these areas have their identity. All of those, very exactly. Scarborough or whatever. Yeah, great. Exactly. Um, like Tash, Bogan. I know I you hate being referred to as anything other than a a drag queen right like mm. you're very much like i'm a drag queen call me a drag queen yeah keep I, it simple keep it simple i do want to <laughs> say though like i got a message about our guest last week who was uh weird alice yeah i was like thank you so much for having a fab representation on your podcast because it's so hard to like get booked as an a fab performer get um recognition other than like it's valid but then like still no bookings come from that and totally. like that kind of thing um so i know you don't like the uh, the identity politics of that but like i do want to say you're doing a fucking kick-ass job and like representing for a group of people who are like still trying to push through thank you it's it's a weird thing because i feel like yeah so much of it is me being like i don't want to be seen as any different from anyone right in the same breath it's like no we are underrepresented uh we do have different experiences Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to ride the line I feel at all times of talking about it enough in a way that is exactly like representing for lesbians or um, mm-hmm. queer women or non-binary people and you, you you know all of those different things that don't have the same kind of as, as you say opportunities and um, validity yeah but also being like hey no like part of the reason that we don't have to do this and talk about like we are valid like I shouldn't have to prove that to anyone like I should just be able to exist yes the same so exactly you you get what I'm saying totally totally yeah it is that fine I love that I love that like you know all all of us come in together like a big cucumber and tomato toss salad you know what I mean that's what I like I like shows that have a little bit of everything agreed you know, it's a little, I'm a little bit over it when it's just like, oh, we're all AFAB queens. And I'm like, okay, well, shouldn't we all just be together? I want us to be together. God damn it. I know. I, and it should be, it should be that simple, honestly, because especially like at bars from a business perspective, like, of course you should be booking a larger variety of people because then a larger variety of yeah. people are going to want to spend money at your business. Like it's mm-hmm. just such a no brainer that I don't understand why 
it's still a conversation so many times but yes but thank you for recognizing that like yeah cool different representation and like doing that on your show as you say should be a no-brainer but yeah um, also like f gender and f all of that stuff yeah. we just like what we like i'm i'm into you know lego people and, you know, <laughs> let's get more lego people on drag race <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know oh my god okay so here we are. Let's get right into the episode now. We are, um, dra- unless you have something else to... No, forget it, Paul. Are, are those glasses on your head a message to me right now? Yes. They say... They say go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, let's talk about the episode. This was one bizarre little episode. I, I don't know what the hell was going on. It was, but I, I enjoyed it. I always love the girl group challenges. So Same. let's dive right in. We said goodbye to Art, Simone, Tash. I want to know, did you know any of these performers before they got on the show? I uh, I sure did. I mean, Art, Simone, I feel like internationally, a lot of people knew because Art has also been yeah. working with like, wow, presents for a while now. Same with Karen. So I feel like uh-huh. that was really like, as they all said, the gag of the season, like art had the biggest following going in the biggest name and yeah, she left just like that. I... They were like, it's anyone's game. Like, let's go. They're all gagged. They're all freaking out about it. They're like, well, then what the hell is reality right now? What is the truth? I love it. I love the conspiracy if, if theory anything, of the note. Yeah. Yes. Oh, the note and the conspiracy. If there's anything good about this, I think it's just that everyone is shook by the fact that art went home. Yeah. Like, and maybe it's that, you know, this is the search for uh, Australia's next drag superstar. Not Australia's current drag superstar. True, right. and, I do, and I do feel like a lot of people going in were like, it's art's game, like, that's it. They've just, they've just created this show so that she can win it and have the title. But it's, like, mm-hmm. really cool, I guess, in a way that they've gone, no, 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 no. And it's, it's Australia and New Zealand as well. I keep forgetting. Yes. But it's, it's both... And they're quite different. Like, I always forget as well. I watch a lot of New Zealand things, and I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea. <laughs> we don't know what the hell's going on over there. <laughs> um, why? I also don't know why people walked into the workroom with helium balloons. Where did they get those from? What was that idea all about? Again. Pop off. What the hell? <laughs> what is with this episode? I don't... I mean, why the hell not? You know, are they just trying to make things silly? Because they're just like, you know... The ratings are going down. Maybe we should just like, you know, give them helium balloons. You know, well, that's fun. That's fun, right? That's fun. People are into that. That's fun. That's, fun. that's a, a, fun, a fun way to start the episode. Let's change everybody's voices. Mix it up a bit. No one's ever done this before. No one's ever done this. <laughs> it's like, turn them into the Alvin and the Chipmunks drag race. Like, what the hell? Why the fuck yeah. not? Make it, a mini, make it a mini challenge, though. Like, I feel like <gasps> that would have been more ch- fun. Yeah. yeah. Having to sing a RuPaul song with helium voices? Exactly. Instead of just being like, uh, uh, put on a uh, swimsuit and run and <laughs> make me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, they did the mini challenge this episode, which is just putting on Baywatch swimsuits. 
Uh, yeah. They watch, doing like a little slow-mo run. They watch is in Australian, though, is it? Am I not crazy? Australian. It's not. It's definitely American. Um, David Hasselhoff. Well, is there, is there like a, a, a thing that happened at all in Australia that would be similar to an Australian I mean, there's beach culture anything? in Australia, is there There's not? beach culture, which is, I guess, why they did it. So I guess they could have just kept it that simple. But also, I feel like we could have done a H2O just add water moment. Do you know that show? It's it's amazing, and that's where the like whole TikTok trend of them going like Emma, the condensation, because basically, okay, it's a it's a it's a TV show. I grew up on it. It's amazing, and basically, they're like mm, three regular girls, but when they touch <laughs> water, they grow a tail and they become mermaids. Oh, cute! All right. I think yeah, I, I think I saw this or something. That's oh my hot. god, that's so silly. Or, I don't know. There's so many different references. I mean, do the Fanta girls or I don't know. Just something. You did the what? Fanta girls. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just plugging my own shit. Um, they also there's, yeah. there's also like um, the Gold Coast like Minute Maids that are really popular, and they wear tiny gold bikinis. Like I feel like that could have been a thing. I don't know. The but also Minute at Maid? the end, yeah, the Minute Maids, and they go around and they like top up your meter, your parking meter. <gasps> Do you guys have Minute Maid in yeah. Australia? Is that do you have the Minute Maid orange juice down there? She wasn't talking about not 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 Minute Maid the orange. No, I know, juice. but I'm wondering like if lemonade? it's a pun. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, lemonade. I, oh I don't know. Honestly, Selena. I don't know. This is what I, like some some things get fuzzy. I don't know if that's a thing I remember from here or from there. I don't Tash doesn't know. Tash doesn't know. But I will say, at the end of the mini challenge, RuPaul said, uh, "Slip, slop, slap." Okay. Ooh, which that, I feel like that? they could have played on more because in Australia there was always like a sun safe campaign that we were taught, which was slip on a t-shirt, slop on some sunscreen, slap on a hat. <gasps> That's cute. I thought that was just the sound of putting the t- the, 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 the sunscreen on my body. <laughs> yes, <Slop>. slop. <laughs> I thought she was foreshadowing the new version of Bing Bang Bong. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they, they could have done something. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, they, like, slide the references in there, but then they don't explain them. Flip, flop, flap. Flip, flop, flap. Australia. Australia. Don't let us unburn. <laughs> so good. Did you notice that she didn't do, she doesn't do, um, she already done had hers is. That doesn't come up in the video message anymore. Oh. Yeah, one of our listeners pointed that out to me. They were like, where's the, where's the, she done already done had hers? It's just an alarm, and then they freak out and run to the thingy. It's gone. Damn. I don't know. No one noticed. No one cared. Um, They kind of foreshadow. They're talking about how Coco and Electra are, um, I guess, lip sync assassins. He's like, let's put them in the bottom to get rid of each other. How did they know that was going to actually happen? We'll get to that, I guess. Yeah conspiracy oh theories. that's a conspiracy theory you're already getting to your conspiracy theories <laughs> maybe they're just all are psychic. we getting to this lifeguard are we getting to the mini challenge the yeah yeah let's thing? do it let's do it did anybody stand out to you did you love anything about it did you hate anything about it i could take it or leave it <clears throat> i yeah i i hated it i thought it was so stupid yeah. like yeah. the whole thing is just like this stupid gag of like they're all in a stupid bikini and they're doing the run, and that's supposed to be funny for some reason. But that's yeah. it. They didn't give them anything to do. They were just like, well, yeah. run on the spot. And what? everyone's yes. like, we get it. Because Rue's actually really good at directing and giving them ridiculous directions, but like, we didn't get any of that this time. And when I saw Karen doing the slow motion run, I was like, funny. And then yeah. everybody else also did it. And I was like, well, then what are we doing here? 
Well, like Karen did the slow mo run with like but big shutter door eye mm-hmm. makeup. Like some of them did like old woman stuff. Like is Anita's, that, I love that, which was kind of gaggy and hacky, but like I guess in funny territory. But then here's here's the gag for me. I don't understand is that Scarlet uh, and Electra won. And they both kind of did the closest, in my opinion, to like the typical uh, big yeah, boob, the blonde um, thing. And I'm like, well, that's obviously what they're looking for. Yeah. Was this what the challenge was about? This is so dumb. I, I will have to say I did enjoy Electra going into like aerobics, having that like super white um, uh nose thing the sun blocker yeah. nose i thought that was yeah. hilarious i enjoyed that um sure they won great good for them i guess who else was gonna win i don't know yeah i agree <laughs> it was just yeah. yeah i mean i agree you said what i thought yeah it was just like oh well that that happened it was kind of what we expected it to be and no more no less like yeah thank you mini challenge for being yeah. mini um, yeah. So as you said, the, yeah. the team captains are Scarlet and Electra. They each won two different prizes. Um, I don't remember what they were, but they were each given a different prize. They're like Scarlet, you won this, and Electra, you won this. Well, before we move on, I think we should talk about though. I thought their quick drag was really good. Like, et cetera, et cetera, it just looked like they were. I was wondering that because a lot of them were like beat, like they were done. <laughs> Yeah, this is like... I was like, uh, what? How much time did they get? I feel like they had more yes. time than usual because a lot of them were like in a full face, brows covered, like... Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't pay attention. So this challenge was very confusing for me. I I, I don't yeah. know. They're breaking it's all the hard. rules today. Really? They're just like, eh, let's just go for it. Um, uh, the team, the winners get to choose their teams mm-hmm. in a schoolyard pick. And Scarlet took et cetera, et cetera, Coco Jumbo, and Anita Wiglet. Meanwhile, Team Electra got Karen from Finance, Kid Amin, and last one picked, Maxi Shield. Fatism! Fatism! <laughs> Fatism! Fatism! God damn it! Maxi Shield is so charming. Like, who cares if she can't put one leg in front of the other? You could do so much with that. Like, look at all the great examples of big girls who can't dance who have turned it like Lawrence Taney uh-huh. like that's about it but anyways <laughs> um no I I agree with that I don't think it was a question of uh if if she could perform or if she was charming but at the same time it got into when they were recording and I mean she kind of proved them right as to why she should have been picked last like yes. she she couldn't it was like a timing issue it was like I think a confidence issue as well. Like I, I feel like my vibe from her the whole episode was that she was second guessing what she was doing and mm-hmm. agreed, which was weird to me because when she walked in on that first episode, I was like, this person has confidence. This person mm-hmm. knows who they are. This person's here to kill it. And like, she looks like a lot of fun. And then agreed. to see two episodes later, like a shake in the confidence. I'm like, wait a minute, where'd that come from? Who are you now? I don't recognize and- you. And more than that, like, even you could say, like, oh, maybe her confidence was shaken because she was picked last. But I don't, I don't, I just never got that vibe from her either. Like, I got yeah. the vibe that she was very unshakable, very, like, self-reliant and. Yeah. And she even sure. was like, uh, 
you might think that I'd be upset to be picked last, but I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I think it's just that she knew that this wasn't her challenge. Yeah. That makes Maybe? sense. I guess. Maybe. Maybe. Mayhaps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think totally. She's pretty, like, out there, and she just kind of goes for it. I think sometimes also, you know, when you, like, are so confident in what you do, and Maxie's very particular, and, like, she just is Maxie. Uh-huh. Like, you... Like, if you're asked to do something that you don't do, you're like, how the hell do I do that? Like, yeah. I'm 46 years old. I, I'm old. I don't know if I can learn that yeah. now. Come but the on. thing is, if you can't like, do, do it, you I, do it, do it as you would. Like, as Maxie does it. Like, how does Maxie do just that? Commit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You just commit to, like, who you are as a character. You make fun of the fact that you can't do that, maybe. Like, there's ways around it. Um, yeah. They break off into the groups. They have to do their writing, write their lyrics. Um, we get a little shade moment with Scarlett saying that Coco can't write or I don't know. She said something weird. She's like, she didn't come prepared with lyrics. And I'm like, were they supposed to pre-write lyrics? I had a few questions about some of the confessional moments throughout the episode. I was like, I don't know. I feel like they just go at each other. Like they just, Uh they just really do. Uh-huh. You said to me that this was, like, a thing you noticed when you came to Canada. Is like, in Australia, they're more in your face. Correct. Whereas in People Canada, we're... <laughs> a lot more passive-aggressive here. Yeah. yeah. Like, in Australia, it's, uh, yeah, I agree. People are a lot more unapologetic about things and in your face about things. So... Do people just, I think like... we see that in the episode. Like, we For see sure. that in, in how everyone handles each other. Like... How do Australians take that on like what when when someone is being in their face about something do you just not take it personally like if everybody's doing it like what is the vibe in a situation like that from the other side i don't know i guess i guess everyone like throw this is obviously all generalizations yeah and people just kind of throw it back to each other a lot more but i actually do think it is that in a lot of ways as well where people just kind of move on quick quicker like right. Just, just keep it moving. And... Yeah, that's a quality I like. Yeah, people, well, yeah like people you know, are known could, for being you... really like laid back. Yeah. Uh-huh. I feel so. Yeah, and you could like that. you could like get eaten by a crocodile the next day. So I mean, like, come on, guys. <laughs> exactly. You never know when a snake is just going to come out of your toilet. Like, <laughs> is that a thing that has happened? Uh, yes. I don't. I, <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> It is someone's job in Australia to come and like remove snakes from homes. Like that is oh. a genuine job description. <laughs> Anywhere in Australia or is there a specific region where this happens? I mean, I lived in the suburbs of a pretty big city, so uh-huh. it was still I was only like a 15-minute drive out of the city and we were still having snakes. So. And are you all just cool with it? Like what are you just like, ah, oh, another snake? No. <laughs> I mean, not at all. Like when we found a snake in our bathroom, we barricaded the door shut, and we uh, were like, "No one go in there." We could hear it moving around. We were uh, all very like freaked out. But uh, I mean, it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> I would be living on edge already with the spiders, and then now the snakes. I'm just constantly living on edge if I'm down there. I know. I can't do it. I know. The birds as well. The birds are really vicious. What? Just like regular birds? 
We have magpies that are like will swoop. So I'm terrified of birds because I've been like swooped on my head from when I was a kid. Yeah. But also like we have ibises, which are just like massive birds who will like they they hang around tourist areas and you'll just be eating and they'll like jump up on the table and steal your food. Like I feel like our birds are like just as terrifying, honestly. What is with you people? Like how do you deal I, with it? We we travel a lot. Yeah, you get out of there. That's the whole point. <laughs> so that's the whole reason, actually. <laughs> get me out of this country. <laughs> but, um, Selena, I have something to pick on you about. Selena, you're just oh? a, a rat freaking turd monster. Mm. Hillary, I'm going to hold on to this moment you're, for as long yeah, as I can. Your, your, hair, your hair deserves to be picked clean by an ibis. <laughs> Tash. <laughs> I'm sending a cassowary after you. We're going to bury you like yeah. a wombat would. Oh. Um, okay, speaking of this, this is a fi- everybody, just just to let you know, this is a fake fight. This no, is this a is fake fight. fight. How did this is a real fight? How how did how did you- <laughs> fake, Oh yeah, they did a fake fight in the mini they challenge did a as fake well. Fight. What the Yeah. <laughs> I have to laugh. I think they did a is great the acting in that in that fake fight was I thought it was very good. Yeah, to be fair, it was like halfway through and I was like, when did this start? When did this happen? Why did this happen? Yeah. I don't remember. And then they were like, it's a joke. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then the Canadian in me went, Australians. Those tricksters. Speaking of Australians, here come two Australian music legends, Troy Savan and Leland, no last name, pop up on the screen to give some advice about writing music. Leland, no last name, I can't. Who is Leland? I don't know Leland. I only know Leland, Toronto Leland, who makes everyone's costumes. <laughs> Every time she said Leland, I was like, Leland? I was like, Leland? <laughs> Same. Lelando? I, I don't, yeah, same. I, I don't, I, I have no idea. I think Leland's like that new, the new RuPaul producer guy. So he's, you know, yeah, that guy. Yeah, I'm guessing you know. he's a producer. He's the new Lucian. He's the new exactly. Lucian, the new A.B. Soto. Yeah. He's worked a lot with Troye Sivan, yeah. whose music One, I adore. Yeah, I love Troye Sivan. 1.5 years away from having his own mental breakdown, I'm sure. Yes, so. exactly. It's going to happen. They all do. Aren't we all? <laughs> Okay, but Troy Sivan went in, like literally decided to tell everyone that he wants people to stuff sausages up his rectum and slap him with some mayo. Like I was, oh God, girl. It's all in his lyrics. It's all in his lyrics. It is. And I'm here for it. We watched that moment and all of us in the room kind of went, I don't know if I loved that or if I hated that i just know i didn't need it i just i just didn't yeah. need whatever just happened yeah i um i watched troy savon's coming out video on youtube when he was like just a little youtuber <laughs> before he was a musician oh like when he was a teen or yeah what? when he was like a teenage youtuber wow. and was like i need to tell you all <laughs> that i'm gay and the world was like we know <laughs> i was like <laughs> you buy a mirror uh, yeah <laughs> And speaking of all his social media experience, I mean, that filter he had on his face was so distracting. <laughs> I was like, he, he doesn't need it. He's he a looked cutie. like a. He didn't need the filter. What is with this? It's like he goes and gets his Botox. He goes and gets his ass plugged. He goes and gets a filter. Like, 
what's next? You're just going to draw a picture of you as a stick figure? Like, I don't know. Like, well, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well. It, listen, we're in an age right now where we're all, listen, none of us are filtered right now. And I wish I had a little something, but I'm by a window, so I'm fairly confident. That natural light. That's why I wear my non-prescription glasses, uh-huh. character glasses, to give my face a little bit of shape. <laughs> That's it. That's Karen from no, this is Karen from finance. She does the same thing. Remember on yep. the episode when she has her oh, yeah. glasses, she puts on the glasses, and it just like gives my face a little dimension. It's fun. Yeah, people who wear glasses every day when they take them off, I'm like, who are you? Yeah, it's yeah. weird how things like that become your identity. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, I love a good class. Like for you, Tash, right now, um, your identity is glue in the eyebrows. It's glue in my eyebrows, it is my identity. <laughs> As you said there, picking the glue up. Oh, that, that girl with the uh, glue in her eyebrows. <laughs> I remember you know, her. Okay, so, Selena Vile, yeah. do you want to get into, nay, the most uh, amazing part that you love so much in these girl group challenges? The time when they write the lyrics and they do the crappy singing in front of the video that is all made up and overproduced. There's no way that you are recording <laughs> a track in an open room like that with no sound barrier. There's no way. Is that mic plugged in? <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. Right? Like you even if a good point. Even if they were if they were doing it in that big room, there would be that like that like sound catching foam in front of them. Yeah, the like room dividery things. Yeah. Yeah. And yet here Yeah, I mean the room does look the room does look a little big for good acoustics. I mean we're I also mean, pretending we Michelle Visage is a vocal coach. So here we are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so like is this a practice session or something? Because you got you gotta wonder. Like I mean that room. I don't know if the acoustics are very good. They can't at be. All. They're in a warehouse. The one side. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the question I raise. Um, Michelle keeps referring to them as three and a half men, which I thought was just her reading them, but that's actually their group name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The the two groups are three and a half men, and I was wondering. I like, was wondering what the other group name was, and I I agree. I just thought that was her being like mean, and I was like, sure, that's like a lot. It's kind of a yeah. lot just to throw at the end of a like casual recording session. She's like, all right, three and a half men. <laughs> I was like, so were there any singing standouts in Three and a Half Men for you? Um, Kita Kita Mean. I thought she was awesome. She brought the personality yeah. and like nailed it in one take, basically. Allegedly. And then this is the one with Allegedly. Maxi Glamour in it, too. What was that, Hillary? Because Maxi. Because this is the one with Maxi Glamour. Maxi, not Glamour. Maxi Shield yes. in it. Maxi has zero timing and zero rhythm. It was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Michelle was like, just tap your foot on the beat. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, can't do it. Couldn't do it. <laughs> um, but she... I feel, I feel bad for people who don't have, like, any sense of rhythm I at know. all. It's weird to me. You know, comprehend it. Yeah, I can't comprehend what or, that would be like. It's it's kind of weird, also. You know, like when somebody is completely um, tone deaf for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and I'm like, how? I uh, I don't understand how you can't hear the note, but it's just, you know, some people just can't articulate the beat or hear the note, mm-hmm. and it's so bizarre to me. I can understand um, not having perfect pitch. I get that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I mean, like 
you know, you mean perfect pitch? Like, just like being able to summon a C out yeah. of nothing? Like, well, there's that. Yeah, I just, yeah. Listen, I have pitch issues, so I'm here to defend pitchy people. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> I, I love a pitch. She's such, you're such a pitch. I love Maxie's joke where Michelle's like, are you a singer? And she goes, I'm more of a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Very funny. Um, anything else stand out for you in this group? There's Karen Keita, um, Electra, no, they, and I mean, they're... Um, the Outback Fake Hose come out. What is it? Why Outback Fake Hose? What am I missing there? I have said it fast. I've said it slow. I've said it over and over again. And I can't understand what they were trying to do with that. I was huh. like, is it some... I think I must... We must be missing something, right? Is it supposed to be synonymous with Outback Steakhouse? Outback Fake Hose? Like, is Someone it supposed to... Someone said that to me as well, but... It's not. It's not similar it's not enough. Like, surely it's not similar enough. Yeah. Well, if you say it with a really strong Australian accent, outback fake house. Okay, you know what? You sold it. You sold it. <laughs> that's Australian for sure. <laughs> yeah. You sold it. Outback fake house. It's a bit like I, uh, you sold something. New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're New Zealand. Oh, okay, okay. New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fake house. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's like mid Pacific, mid Pacific or something. Um, yeah. So was that that team was uh, good, decent lyrics? Yeah. Yes, I, I thought they were. They were all kind of boring. boring. We saw a little bit of like etc. being a little bit of a bossy pants towards Scarlett, being like, maybe you should try. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh yeah, and their little dancer team, Scarlett, and yeah, I don't know. Etc. was really. I get these two confused all the time. I don't know which one is Scarlett and which one is etc. And I kept thinking et cetera was the team captain because she was acting like it. Um, so they confused yeah. me. Yeah. They confused me hard. She um, said she was she was leading from behind. Yeah. Even though she's not the captain, she still wanted to lead from behind. Yeah. Was like, she's like, a true leader leads from behind, and that's what I'm doing. Are you? It's like, sweetie. All right. So so I guess I guess et cetera's thing is that they they like to be a manipulative asshole from from the shadows. Well, if we believe what we've heard, this is her her tale in true life as well. So <laughs> I like et cetera though. I mean, I, I like see her drag. That, like, yeah, I agree. I really like her drag, but yeah, at times, at times, I think the drag is is pretty good. But going to choreo, they come back onto the same stage to do a little core core and Electra takes the lead for her group mm -hmm. and she fucking slays it it looks like they're all very happy with her they're really like hyping Electra up to win the whole yeah. episode like yes like even Karen was like I don't need to win this week like this is <laughs> Electra's week I was like Karen like please go for gold <laughs> exactly yeah Karen Karen, Karen really strikes me as like very humble uh, for like a typical Australian uh, stereotype. You know what I mean? Like she's very like, like, oh yeah, everything's chill. She doesn't really get in your face like that, which is really. Uh -huh. No, she's very sportsmanlike. I agree. Like she's very, you know, there's enough yeah. to go around and. Which I love. I, love I feel it. like that's I a mark of someone who's just like confident in their own talent. I agree. And I used to, I used to go to her shows all the time when I still lived in Australia. And mm. honestly, like what she's bringing to the show is exactly what she would bring to her weekly shows as well. Like she really, it, it reads very authentic and genuine to me. Nice. Um, I think she's really talented. I like 
like that. She has a very Canadian yeah. spirit, I would say. Oh, wait, hold on. Electra had a dance studio and lost it. Which, when I first watched it, I was like, did you lose it in a fire? Oh. And then I think she just, like, went under. No, Alyssa Edwards took it over. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like they, they, like, really tried to tell her story about how she lost this dance school. But the they didn't, they kept it very vague. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. I, want, I, I feel some sense of compassion for you because obviously this whatever situation has affected you and changed your life, but I feel very confused and I'm not following. Yeah. Agreed. I'm like, we need a little bit more to this backstory. It seemed like there's stuff she doesn't want to or maybe need to talk about and tell so publicly. Agreed. Because um, to lose your whole business and your home and have to live out of your car, something happened. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Alyssa Edwards came over there one day. Beyond belief. On the door. And she was like, she threw some glitter in the air and was like, oh, 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 I've got a problem, bitch. And she, you know, it's now it's one of the illusion, et cetera, dance schools or whatever you call it. Beyond belief down under. Whatever. Also, <laughs> in, in, in the other group's choreo, we really saw et cetera, et cetera. Be like, let me take over from you, person who has dance experience. Um, yes. Scarlett was the team leader and is a dancer. Yeah. It was then... very frustrating to watch. Yeah. That, that reminds me. That reminds me so often. Uh, I don't know, Tash. You should speak on this too, because <laughs> read the bitches to filth. But um, um, Selena, this reminds me so often of our dance rehearsals with Vicky Licks, where she just tells takes over from the experienced <laughs> dancer you, and. <laughs> And starts telling me to put my hand up in the air and shake it like I don't care. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, Selena, what do you think? Um, <laughs> I think you should listen to Vicky. Listen, sometimes, sometimes, Love you, Vicky. sometimes it takes the person who has less experience in the field to bring it down to everyone's level. You know what I mean? To like, Oh, so you're talking about me. Yeah, okay. and specifically okay. about you, but also about like maybe Scarlett was trying to make them do things that were a little too for them. I agree, but I, I did also definitely observe, you know, Scarlett would be like, let's do this. And someone would jump in and be like, well, we don't have enough time. That's not going to work. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, you haven't even tried it. You haven't even, mm-hmm. like, I agree if it's like, you go through it and you say, hey, I've run into an issue here. Like, we need to change this because yes. uh, it's not working for me. Then, like, that's a fair enough conversation. But I don't think that that's what was happening in those rehearsals. It was a lot more just like, arguing to be the the top like alpha person in the group rather than yeah genuinely like what is best for this number tell tell us who's the trashy dancer in in your group is it is it ugly is it in in fight club uh fortunately we have not done group choreo uh, as of yet, uh, and there is a reason for that. Uh, there's a reason that we are called Fight Club in the first place. Uh, so we're not going there. We're just <laughs> y'all have y'all have black belts, right? That's oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Ooh, we bring weapons, and the first rule of Fight Club is talk about Fight Club. Always talk about Fight Club. Exactly. Always talk about Fight Club. <laughs> okay, so the other team though that was. Yeah, we did them both. We just did it, yeah. Cut me out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other team was a lot more like, Electra, lead the, lead the way. Lead the way, uh-huh. lead the way. I love that. Stepping out of your, your own ego, just being like, this girl's good. Why yeah. shouldn't I take that as an advantage? Yeah, exactly. Hello. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you 
know what I love that Coco says about etc. is that back home in her, and she says on her side of Sydney. This is brutal. It's so good. And I know people like this. She surrounds herself with amateurs to make herself shine. <laughs> oh! Imagine being one of her friends at home watching that. That was my first thought. I was like, that side of Sydney is going to hate Coco. I follow a lot of those queens as well. Like, I follow a lot of those queens online. And, you know, I see the people that etc. interacts with and they're really talented as well. So, I don't know. I don't like that energy. I was like, maybe let's not. Let's not. (laughs) It's shade. That's like heavy, heavy shade. shade. It was intense shade. I liked it, though. I liked hearing that. (laughs) It was very fun. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything because, you know, maybe it applies to some queens here in Toronto. Name them! Oh, Oh my God. Okay. The politics of drag is is far too much. The politics of drag is wild and it's so stupid. It's so (laughs) stupid. It's so stupid. Okay, so runways, runways? No, not yet. We find a note. Um, or oh, this is, this is the conspiracy note. This is the conspiracy moment. So, etc. asks Coco if she can use her makeup on her makeup station, and then she goes over and finds this note, which I'm sorry, but if it was left by Art Simone, which she did admit in, on a live show that she did write it. Um, why? She did? She said, if she, I mean, I saw a tiny clip of her saying, I wrote it with my left hand to throw her off and not let her not have her not think it was me. Um, so yeah, she, she like admitted it, but in the clip that I saw, like I didn't see the before or after. So I don't know if there was a joke around that. Um, but why was it discovered the day after the mini challenge where she got into full face? Oh, you really said conspiracy theory, right? Where did this note come from? Who put it there? Because it wasn't there for the mini challenge. Maybe one of the producers put it there. So who was, was like, this again? Is this for et cetera, et cetera? Et cetera found it on Coco's makeup station. So- and Tash, you're right. It very well could have been a producer because we know that they're not above dipping their hands in and doing some shady shit. <laughs> it was probably Alyssa Edwards because, you know, she's really one, one for drama back. and... You know, she she mistook et cetera for um, Scarlet, and she mistook at Scarlet for Electra because she yeah. wanted the dance uh-huh. studio. She's yeah. just eternally waiting behind that double sided mirror for her moment. She never left that mirror. She's, She's never left. You don't even realize when you're looking into a mirror right now when you did your makeup this morning, Tash. Yeah, she was there. She's right there, always, <laughs> just waiting. I have to say, I hate these note plots, like in All Stars Three with the Thorgy Thor note, like. I oh where where Shangela finds the Trixie <gasps> note or yeah something like that. Oh, it's yeah. like well Richie said this why did you hang it up it's like oh girl get out of my station <laughs> drama <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a contentious point between Selena and I because I I believe in the victory of Trixie Mattel and, and I believe Shangela um, was robbed <laughs> yeah there's only been one robbery in the history of Drag Race and it was Shangela. <laughs> Um, (laughs) only one robbery only one robbery Uh, so yeah so there we are so that note happened and uh, nothing came from it so (laughs) and I I don't know what to think of it I don't I I just feel confused yeah where do these not note plots ever go they always are just like well there is a note okay yeah excellent question we'll find out in the reunion if we ever get one I hope so (laughs) Um, how do you guys feel 
performer performances and runways or what were you gonna say i was gonna say break you want to deal a break okay. we're talking up a storm my throat is dry i need Ooh, to yeah, lubricate I need, it i would love some water mm-hmm. i'm gonna go ask troy savant to lend me a cucumber <laughs> Let me his cucumber. Hey. I see you. Um, all right, let's take a break, everybody, and we'll find you here again uh, right after this break. And we're back. Ooh, wee. Fun break, huh? Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst moment ever in my life. <laughs> Alyssa Edwards came in and kicked me in the face. It's true. Three-inch stiletto. I wish she would. Hey. <laughs> this is where the Australian comes out in you, Cash. You just... This is where the Fight Club I comes out. I wish someone kicked yeah, you this is all of the above. Trying to turn House of Licks into Fight Club. Um... <laughs> Game on. I spent all this time trying to come up with this d- diabolical shade. And then Tash is just like, yeah, well, I wish I could punch you in the steer. <laughs> and they, okay. <laughs> Thanks, Tash. Just effortlessly, like, throw back. So where were we? We're, like, at the performances and runways of this apasade on Korean. Yeah! RuPaul yeah. walks down the runway, and they do their thing. Reese is, is very funny. I love when he yells at Michelle. He <laughs> repeats and yells at Michelle. I funny. said. Very funny. He is funny. Um, okay, so first group up, the Outback Fake Hoes, whatever that means. Whatever it per- means. Whatever it means. They're performing Queens. Outback They're performing Queens Down Under. We have Scarlet, Anita, etc., and Coco. How did we feel about these clowns? I thought they were amazing. I thought it was really well put together. They were polished. They were tight. Like, I really thought it was going to be a bing, bang, bong situation where they Mm -hmm. were the first team out. They crushed it. And Mm -hmm. then the second team was going to come out and be, like, obviously worse. Like, that's what I really thought I was watching. And then it got to judging. And I was like, oh, maybe not. (laughs) Right. Right. No, I think they all did a really good job. I agree. Um, Let's talk about the judging at the same time as we talk about this, because they go hand in hand. Um, yeah. I'm very confused, very confused as to how they could say that Coco and Anita screwed up and had I moments. I agree. Of, because usually Michelle says that, and then they play it. They play back a clip where I'm like, "Oh, look, she did screw up there. That didn't happen." But they play back people... the clips, and I was like, "Yeah, no. that's, that's great. Like they all yeah. just put their spin on it, and they all got all the moves, and they were where they were meant to be, and it was even and tight. Like I was so, I was really lost with the judging. Yeah. If anything, she said when when Michelle was saying that Scarlet or that uh that Anita screwed up, they cut to the group, and Scarlet was the one who was behind everybody, and like didn't rise up on the three. She rose up on the four, or whatever it was. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm just incredibly confused by the judging here. I agree. Yeah. I, I was a little bit, I don't know what it was. I was a little bit bored by the first group, to be honest. I just thought it was very same, same. Mm-hmm. I thought like uh, they would kind of come out one by one, do their lyrics. I didn't think their lyrics were that phenomenal. And then they would kind of like stand in the back in the corner with the group of the girls and do like nothing. I, I didn't, I didn't really like this. Group. Really? To be honest, I thought there was. I didn't. I I thought it, like I rewatched it after yeah. seeing how everything came mm. together, and I was like, okay, they're fine. 
But I just thought it was very same same. I thought they were clean and I thought there was cohesion. I agree. I was happy about that. And I don't I thought they were all in different worlds. I thought they were all in different worlds. Costume wise, yes. I'll agree with you. Head wise, costume wise, <laughs> everywhere wise. Like it was Head not it, it was not the tea for me. I oh no, I didn't uh-huh. like this at all, personally. As individuals, I would say that they like didn't fit into the to a, a team. Well, they didn't look. seem like a girl. They didn't feel like a girl group to me. They felt like three, about four stars doing the Junos or something. It was like I don't doing know. the Junos. Yeah. Um, I think Anita killed it though. I think Anita's verse was like yeah. my favorite of the night. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Anita was definitely good. I mean, you have to say that. Yeah, she's a standout. Mm-hmm. Um. So the the second group. What do you think? Three and a half men doing the same song. Again, I thought they did fine. I think they were slightly less good in terms of... Like polish. Um, yeah, in terms of polish and choreo. Agreed. I totally disagree. I totally think this group was better. <laughs> I thought they were more cohesive, to be honest. I thought their moves were just a little bit better, and they were just tighter. The group, the clusters, especially the groups, were like tighter together. Like they weren't. See, all I the think screen. there were moments of that, but I don't think it was that was necessarily the truth throughout. I do think they all yeah. looked more like a team. They looked more like yeah, a girl group. They were they were more in the same world to me, and they they felt like a girl group. They all had big hair, and they also all had like a distinct personality. This, which yes. is what I like in a girl group. You want uh-huh. the sexy one. You want the cute one. You want the 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 star, the Beyonce. You want the you know you want that. Yeah, I felt very, very, very confused by all of Electra's feedback when they were like, oh, you were just kind of the Beyonce and you, I was like, so is standing out like either the best compliment you can get in Drag Race or like the worst? Like they just pick and choose like which one it's going to be. Because honestly, like if the judges had turned around and be like, oh, you were the Beyonce of the group, you were such a standout, you showed off everything that you can do, you're amazing. But instead, mm-hmm. they said all of that, and then instead of saying you're amazing, they were like, "Which is just awful." And it's like, "What? What? What was she meant to do? Yeah. Dull herself yeah. out? Like, I don't, I don't get it." Can I tell you when Michelle said she was being the Beyonce, she was standing out, she didn't, um, she didn't blend in with the others, and then they would show, I they would show, it. she didn't. When they, she didn't. When they showed a clip, they showed her solo. They weren't showing her in the group. They were showing her taking her solo. Literally. I guess it's because she did the splits twice to add add depth to the group because she was the one that could do the splits. Like, what but also that? like, if that is the challenge, like have a solo, show off what you can do, and she obviously went like, "This is my challenge. This is what I'm good at. I can dance, so I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna do my tricks." Like, why wouldn't you? I was just so confused. It was uh, so confusing, honestly. And, and here's, here's something that I I didn't understand: Maxi Shields' comments. Because yes. I thought her verse turned out fine. She struggled in the creating, maybe. But they were mm-hmm. like, oh, well, she was just down on the ground the whole time. She could have done something else. I loved that part. <laughs> she was just <laughs> on the ground, flopping around like a whale. You know, and it was so good. And all that's all you want. Just like this moment of looking at her personality. I will say yeah. she was down for the whole verse. And like that was, it was a lot to be down. Um, it, it would have been cute if she got down halfway through, but she like went right down and stayed down. Yeah, but then she like rubbed her rubbed herself all the way up the stage. I thought it was really funny, to be honest. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I did yeah. not like it. 
Yeah. Um, I will say that, like, I like that they were like, but you're a star. You have star quality. We love watching you. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't necessarily agree with, but I love that they said that to her. And if they felt that, then I'm glad that they felt that <laughs> with Maxie. Because I like Maxie. She is. A, she's adorable. She's hard to not look at. And she's gorgeous. So, I don't know. I also thought the second group, Three and a Half Men, had better lyrics in general. Like, I liked Anita's yeah. lyric verse. I thought yes, the other ones were kind of same same. Or with Kita, sorry, yeah. Kita's Kita's was great. Electra had a great I don't verse. No, I didn't. I didn't warm to Kita though. If I'm being honest, like I, oh. I, I, it was I didn't, like I'm a spazzy cartoon. I'm a It's kind of a silly and ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know. I I also I'm such a like full package person as well that like I do struggle with people like Electra and even kidded to a little bit of an, an extent where it's like if, if if it's not head to toe together like I'm automatically going to be a little bit harsher on like I can't see past and just be like oh but the lyrics were good it's like I want I want the full package like uh-huh. wait and you had an issue with uh with with wait, Kita's what? well definitely Kita's like runway like I I didn't like the runway at all I like mm thought that the runway was like rough like I, I mean I use Electra as an example because someone needs to help her with her makeup like she could be so so much prettier and so right. much like you, you know so I don't know like I, I, with the first group like I see what you're saying about them not being as cohesive but like I do think that like head to toe they were a lot more like I liked the way that they were all put together more mm-hmm. than the way that the second group put themselves together. And I think that's what... Even though I agree yeah. with the cohesion that you're saying. I think that's what's really interesting about drag, is that really yes. it's... Um, do you prefer messier drag that just has, like, something cool about it? Or do you prefer perfect drag that's fucking boring? And I guess we know what side you're on, Tash. <laughs> <laughs> boring drag I, I think like it needs to be a drag. bit of both <laughs> I want a bit of I want everything like that's exactly what I'm saying is like I want a bit of fucking everything why can't they have polish and be yeah, entertaining why can't, they be, why can't they have it all <laughs> yes. so I guess that's why they decided to go with like um, judging everyone sing individually in the end um but what, let's talk about the runways. Why don't we run down the runways? Let's do it. Let's go into it. The Bogan prom realness. Bogan prom. Yes. I guess that would be like a backwater kind of prom moment, right, Tash? Yeah, like prom, but kind of Bogan. <laughs> I don't know. I never know how to like, yeah, it, it's, it's hard to explain. It is this kind of like trailer trash, like messy moment. I enjoy the category, but I'm going to say overall watching these runways, I was kind of like, it just all feels like, like, it's all just too real. Like, it's all just too, like, <laughs> yeah, these are actual, like, bogans. Um, no, this was first like, like they didn't elevate it enough? Yeah, like, I didn't see a lot of drag. I just saw them actually going to a bogan prom. That is exactly um, my critique with this runway, I because I was like, they use the word a lot in the judging, elevation. And I was yeah. like, there is nothing elevated about Bogan prom realness. Like, that is, right. like, how far down you can go. Like, 
mm-hmm. it how, is yeah that is definitely a challenge yeah how much a, way a, to... a walmart person you can be like, like yeah it, a walmart drag yes but i will i do also think that a lot of people didn't encompass both the prom and the bogan aspect i feel uh-huh. like some people went a lot more prom with it and some people went a lot more bogan but very with... few emulated both of them in the look okay i think so you're cetera, talking like cetera. Yeah, this is a good example, as I think, exactly. of, of more Bogan than Prom. Exactly, I agree. I did not like this. I thought it was yeah. not a good look, and um, it was basic, and it was cute, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't like this. I thought it was lazy. See, I think, I think she, and that is the difficult thing that we're talking about, is like, Bogan is lazy in, by definition. Like, that is exactly what it is so how are you going to take that and how are you going to elevate it because if we're talking about yeah fitting the brief for bogan like she honestly nailed it like the nails the ugg boots the like outfit the hair the makeup like she really did encompass that energy but i agree like it wasn't it wasn't elevated in in any way it wasn't super draggy like i think that she could have camped it up a lot more like what if she had have had the ugg boots but then put a heel on it or like yeah you know how how can you take take those things and make it so camp and take it a step further well yeah she got a onesie and i was i don't know when i the thing is like when i'm comparing it to the other things that i saw on the runway i i didn't rate this high at all i was like no this is at the bottom agreed Honestly, yeah, it's bogan, right. but because it wasn't prom, it wasn't prom at all for me either. No, mm-hmm. there was no reference to that. Get out of here, et cetera, et cetera. You're safe. Whereas um, Co- Coco, next- hello, yeah. this is yeah. a prom dress. This is a ridiculous. She fell in a bush, and they read her to filth. It's an ugly. I was confused. It's because an ugly me, dress, and I was like, "This is perfect." <laughs> but it's that's the point. It's camp, and like. All of our like prom after parties were in the bush and like there were mm-hmm. always the stories of the girls who were like hooking up in the bush and like I just feel like she nailed it. Like mm-hmm. I agree. Yes. Yeah, I had no I idea. I think she looks fantastic. It's campy, yeah. it's telling mm-hmm. a story. This I was, was down this with was it. like at the top for me. I was I didn't understand the judging on that at all. I'm glad we're on yep. the same page about this, Miss Perfection. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I no. also don't like the critique of why did you choose to sing in a singing challenge? Anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, rap by singing, it means rap, a bitch track. You know. Also, rapping in an Australian accent is rough. Like, <laughs> I bet. Not. I bet. Also, I don't think we've talked about this, but um, Tash, you're a wonderful singer. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. If, if any of you happen down... Um, if you're just discovering Tash Raya and you happen down her Instagram, you will find videos of Tash singing mashups that yeah. she mashed up on her piano. Because well, Tash also uh, accompanies herself on the peep, the peepee, don't you? On the peepee, on the piano. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, thank pee-pee. you. So do go yeah. check those out. Um, no, thank you, you. You and I were in a girl group um, when we did Cruising Tango's Drag Race. They put us together with Dottie Dangerfield and we had to do we Bills, were. Bills, Bills. We had to do Bills, 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 and my face was already painted blue. Dottie's uh-huh. face was already painted purple. So I looked uh-huh. at you and I said, I guess we're painting your face pink. We had to do it. I had to go pink. Um, I don't know how successful I was at it, but yeah, that was cartoon week, and I cheated the system by wearing a mask, so I didn't have to. 
that was a that was a fun mini challenge so i remember us being so nervous and then watching all of the other groups and looking at each other and being like we're fine yeah we're we're, we're we'll be okay. we're gonna kill it yeah yeah <laughs> and none of us went home that night gosh uh, you two none were of us went so home ever we all made it to the end you got you two were so good and so amazing even though i went home really early that season i'm so excited yeah <laughs> so excited yeah. for all of your success wow okay <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of success, here comes Anita Wiglet. Yeah, Anita Wiglet. This look, mm. holy moly! I love this. Yeah, is this meant to be like a denim dress? That's what I'm. Is that what we're doing here? Well, it's I, kinda, I I wasn't sure. I was not sure. I mean, like, I, I, I I wasn't sure what the reference was. Right. It's like a full body, like, I don't know, straight down, I don't know, latexy denim thing with buttons down to this patched or cooch or something. And with that hair, that hair flip and the, and the blacked out teeth, it was like, the teeth were perfect. It was like Bogan Prom Realness does fashion week. It was so good. <laughs> I think overall, it's a very cute look. I really do like it. Um, I don't know why. I can't tell you. Yeah, I think it does the the trick. As I said, like I I wasn't sure what the reference was with the with the dress, so I feel right. like it was a little lost on me. But I thought that you know she's well put together and fits the briefs. Yeah, I just realized we have not been doing nut or cut because we're lazy. Um, but from <laughs> from from this look on, we will nut or cut. Oh um, well, yeah, that's total looks. nut. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Everything for me has been a nut so far, except et cetera, which I cut because I just didn't like it. So, um, right. I'll agree with you. Yeah. Cut the first girl and then nut the next two, even though like Anita's is a soft nut. Um, what? Yeah, I think Anita's is a soft nut. I would, I would honestly, I would probably give et cetera a like soft nut as well. Oh. Just because I it. That. I expect that it, from you, Tash. I expect that from you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 So Scar Scarlet, uh, next, Scarlet okay, Adams. Yeah, Scarlet Adams walks in. Scarlet with one T and one D. In oh, her. here's um, another tune. There, here's another term you have to define for us. Goon bag. That's yeah. I I know it more as a goon sack more than wow. I know it as a goon bag. But it basically means when you get boxed wine, you immediately take the bag out of the box, and it's the best because all night you just carry around your goon sack, <laughs> your bag of wine, and you drink straight out of the bag, which is prime australian culture uh we'd love to see it but that so i thought it was perfect because that is exactly what that is very bogan behavior to carry your uh goon sack around with you and drink from it all night so the fact that she elevated it made it camp turned it into a dress uh a prom yeah. dress i thought it was perfect i like totally i this don't what want we're looking for. exactly i don't want to like scarlet adams because right. of as we all know that the, the racist history which is just like why would why is she on television we're not sure but um, yeah. mm -hmm. unfortunately i i really loved the look and i thought it was great great so i'll read it to filth um i hate this look <laughs> i i really love the idea of goon sacks and i think that there's nothing campier about turning a, a goon sack into an actual dress 
Um, but mm-hmm. I don't think it fit well, and I think it was falling off her, and I thought it was trash. So she gets a cut from me. Bye, Scarlet. I wish the dress was shorter, I will say. I thought it was an awkward length. I think if she had have made it knee length and it would have gone out more, I think, like, I agree. If it had have fit a little bit better, yeah, then yeah. it would have been, like, perfect. Well, yeah. I'm going to say I like that it doesn't fit uh in all the right places because it's a goon bag a goon bag doesn't have a shape that is that isn't um i totally disagree with you if you're making a a fitted garment out of a goon bag it should fit great and you know that's stupid no i don't agree with you at all i love how critical you are right now um i I, I do like the cigarette necklace you can take your goon self and put her in the trash (laughs) i'm not i'm not above trashing this bitch um (laughs) i am gonna give a look at that but i uh, i'll give the person a cut yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm cutting, cutting. Um, Electra <laughs> is up next uh, in her... Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought this was like a gold 80s fantasy. Yes. Um, is That's that Logan, though, is my question. Yeah, a lot of them went in a really 80s direction, which I thought was interesting. Uh-huh. Because in my brain, I don't necessarily correlate Bogan with immediately being 80s mm, but um right. but also like i here's the thing i thought electra would have a good shot this week because her drag is kind of trash and this is the trash week so yeah. honestly the dress was pretty interestingly constructed and the hair was a mess and i was like i could see a bogan prom girl wearing this why are they reading it to filth and she had the yeah. attitude too right she had yeah. she was like she put the whole can in her she mouth to drink it, it back she was walking like a trash bag, just like smoking her cigarette, sunglasses on, didn't give a shit. But yeah, I think she definitely ha- she nailed the attitude and she sold it really well. But um, I didn't find the look to be particularly memorable or life changing in any way. <laughs> right, right. I enjoyed the look. I'm not mad at it. Tbh. I I was just angry when the judges were saying you need to elevate your looks. Your looks aren't elevated. Like, what the hell does elevation mean in this case? This is elevated for Electra. It is. Yeah. She looked like trash. She looked like glamorous <laughs> trash. Is that not the point of this uh-huh. week? What is the point? Are you supposed to put rhinestones on it or something? Like, I don't know. Uh, uh, she did have rhinestones on the top part. Ugh. I just don't understand the judging. And, um, Electra. No, I don't understand the judging. Like, this is a safe look for me. This is not a bottom look. This is not a bottom look. Right. Agreed. I'm yeah, gonna give her a I nut agree. because I like the I like the look on her. Yeah, I nut it. It's fine. Cash. Do you I'll, give it cut? A, I'll give it a nut because of how she sold it ah, to me. She sold it well gets... to me. Yeah, that gives, <laughs> cool. that gives me points. Now, what do we feel about rockabilly bogan drag, which is what Kidamine is giving us walking down the runway, looking like a rockabilly? I hated it. <laughs> I hated this look. Did you hate the look as it is, or did you just hate it because it's not bogan? Like, what was what did you hate about it? I hated it because I I feel like it didn't it didn't fit well. I hated it because I thought it was ugly. I hated it because it 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 didn't read bogan to me. There was nothing that it was just ugly. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just didn't really get it. And I thought that there were a lot of other directions she could have gone in. And I was confused why she just kind of did this neon ugly yeah. dress with a jacket. I got to say, I don't hate the look, but it, to me, it just doesn't fit the brief at 
all. Like Agreed. It doesn't give me, like it's too, it looks, it's not bogan at all for me. Um, I'm not mad about the fit, mostly because I know she just came off a big weight loss and is like rediscovering her body. Yeah. Um, but like overall, I don't know. I think I'm going to cut it just because it doesn't fit the description. Hillary? It's a cut for me too. Because yeah. I'm I mean, going to cut it, but I, I do like Kitta. I do like her. I, love I, I feel like I've, I just feel like I've talked a lot of shit about her this, this week. And I would like to say <laughs> I do, I do actually love her energy. And I think she's really talented. I do want to preference all that. I mean, that's dead. Uh, like, I, li- I like the dress. Like, I would wear it, but not for this challenge. It didn't make sense. So, yeah, whatever. It's a cute dress. Like, you could rock that dress. and But, I mean, like, no. Like, she threw a little leather jacket over it to make it look bogan. I don't understand that. It's dumb. The hair is cute, though. Oh, my God. Like, nylon, yeah. nylon steel uh, styled um, updo. I live. But. Yeah, Kita and Anita always have their hair like on point. They always I, have like big. Yeah, but this hair. look was just wrong. It was it was a big swing and a big miss in in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. Um, Maxi Shield comes in next. Uh, dressed as one of the chaperones, uh, <laughs> and I'm totally down. Okay, probably um, though, like the the coolest mom you've ever met. You know, she's a cool mom. She comes in, she's like, "Hey guys, how you doing? You need some condoms?" Ooh. Yeah. Um, she's in a like a strappy tube top uh, with her breath uh-huh. hanging out. <laughs> uh-huh. She just got her hair no, did. I thought she did great. <laughs> it was. She camped awesome. it up as well. Like I love the oversized fanny pack. Like I feel like you know that is a good example of of taking things that are are bogan are that energy but like making it drag bringing it into that that world yes that's what we're talking about i'm giving Mm -hmm. maxi a nut 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 hillary are you a nut or a cut oh god yeah i'm a total nut she's uh she killed it it was so good yeah um up next we have karen from finance again giving us 80s taking it a really 80s direction yeah, a lot of people really did that. Yeah, she's got a lot of ruffles, as if her name is Rosé. Um, I did think that as well. I was like, this is a very Rosé look. <laughs> yes. Rosé is probably like, oh my god, I love this outfit. Yeah, like, oh, where did she get that? <laughs> um, I do think it's fun. It's it's a fun look, and like I'm getting bo- like I'm getting like bogan trash from this. Great, good. I'm gonna give her a a nut, but it's not like I'm not gonna say she's the best of the night. I don't know if I, I get bogan trash from this. I get '80s, you know, like '80s girl going to the prom. Um, I don't necessarily consider this a trashy bogan girl. I I consider this an '80s girl who wore a little bit too much going to the prom. So I don't think that it's necessarily following the assignment, personally. I agree. It didn't read super prom to me either, if I'm being right. honest. Um, and, yeah, it was just it was just very 80s. And I, I feel like she could have done a lot of other things with this as a category. And uh-huh. it confused me that that was the direction she went in. Um, but at the same time, like, she, she knows how to put herself together head to toe. So... As a look, I thought that it was very Karen, very, you know, well executed, but I felt confused that it was under this assignment. 
Yeah, I, I love. Yeah, you've convinced me. You've both convinced me. I agree. I'm gonna cut it. <laughs> I mean, I love that jumper. I mean, come on, who wouldn't want to wear a ridiculous jumper like that? I mean, I would love yeah. that, but okay. I don't think it really meets the the assignment. So I cut it, honestly. I yeah, cut that. it. So okay. yeah. Um, so our safe queens are etc. and Karen, and our tops are Anita, I think, Scarlet, and I think Kita, and then bottoms yeah. are Coco, Electra, and Maxi. Um, in Untucked, Electra is very upset because she thought she was going to win this week. Yeah, um, yikes. And I like that she throws it out at Electra that um, she's like, if I'm the Beyonce, you're the Michelle. <laughs> no, you're not. You're, Michelle. Not, you're, you're the, the one who went, the one that went home that I don't even know her name. Yeah. <laughs> that was messy. She was just like that really was. trying something there. And I, it felt a little bit like high school to me, but oh, yeah. I was like, you know what? You're in your feelings. <laughs> yes. So do we agree Coco and Electra are in the bottom here? Hello. Like I don't I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it either. Uh, for me it was uh maybe et cetera, et cetera, because uh, her verse was boring to me and like um I don't know. And her look. Yeah. Her mom wig. Yeah, like uh even like Kita main or, or something. I don't know. Somebody else. Yeah, I think Maxie could have been in the bottom. Maybe Max. Because, like, we like her, but did she do a great job? I agree, and I think it would have been, like, a good storyline of, like, hey, you are a star. Where is your confidence? You know, giving her one of those storylines, like, she's in the bottom, but she's safe, and she comes back next week with a fire under her ass. Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I thought it would have been a good time for one of those moments and to have her. Yeah, I, I didn't agree. I didn't really agree with Coco being in the bottom yeah yeah either necessarily like i i don't know what i would have done differently but that's not my job my job is just to uh to critique (laughs) exactly so i don't i don't know what i would have done as far as who who's in the bottom but i didn't agree with what happened yeah it does seem to me kind of like that that moment of oh who's in the bottom well let's just put the two that are kind of the quote-unquote weaker ones from the last couple weeks anyway and i'm like no rate the challenge rate the challenge i i i didn't i didn't like it so uh anyway we're in agreement that the judging is funny this week yeah yeah so i also don't know that i don't know i i don't know if i agreed with Electra staying over Coco as as well. Like I really thought that I thought that Coco sold the lip sync, and I thought that like you know Electra's obviously got those tricks up up her sleeve, which Coco just doesn't have. But I thought mm-hmm. that Coco's spirit sold me the song more than Electra's did, and that's not to say that Electra wasn't incredible in her performance. But yeah. I was I found myself rooting for Coco more than I did. Electra. This Coco versus Electra lip sync to Shaker grouping was like, is maybe one of my favorite lip syncs. I'm going to say not my favorite, but it's up there with my favorites because they both brought the energy. They both Agreed. really sold it to the point where I yeah. was like, this could go either way. They can reward uh, Electra for like giving it a thousand percent 
where they can reward Coco for like staying in her power and like selling the song. I agree. Um, Hillary, what did you think? Yeah, honestly, by the end of it, I I thought Electra was acting desperate and kind of like throwing out moves left, right, and center. Not that she's not an amazing dancer. She hits those moves, like, on the beat, as we've talked about mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, by the end, just kind of, like, getting in her face and just this kind of sense of desperation was um, not not the fun energy that Coco was uh, maybe selling. I agree with that. Um, and I'm going to say that. she did get in her face, and like, but, like, I like, like, I usually hate that. But in this situation, I appreciated that they were kind of like working together. And anytime Electra yeah. did that, Coco played along. That's true. And like they did a lot of like back to back stuff, which I thought was really nice. And then like knew when to separate from each I other. I do like I those moments in in lip syncs as well when they're not just in their own zones. I like it when they're performing together. I agree. It's really interesting as a viewer to watch. Oh, Hillary has something to say. You raise your hand. <laughs> I, I told you I was going to do it. No, it's, no, it's just so stupid. <laughs> Did you did you did you see right at the start of the lip sync? Um, uh-huh. They said, "Maxie, you're safe." Maxie goes off. <gasps> she says yes. something to Electra, and Electra's like, yeah. "Yeah, girl." Coco turns over and is like, <gasps> "Just like this yeah. look of shock," and I was like, "What happened there? What was?" Well, that? what happened there was was Maxie was leaving the runway and stopped at Electra and said, "Like, you're amazing. Kill it. I love you." And then gave Coco no acknowledgement. So Coco's like, what about me? I'm standing right here. Okay. So. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's. And that's what that face was. Poor like. Coco. I'm sure Maxie would have said that if she had happened to pass her by. <laughs> <laughs> she would. I think she would have. <laughs> um, but also she was on Electra's team. They're probably closer yeah. as people. You're so. right. You're right. And everyone was saying all episode that, you know, Electra was going to win. So to go from the top to the bottom. Yeah. Was like pretty brutal. Yeah, it was devastating for her. I'm sorry to see Coco go. Yeah, um, I kind of hate when the person who won the week before, or like won the lip sync the week before, goes home the next week. Because I'm like, well, we should have just kept art then. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, it's too bad. I don't think she really deserves to be in the bottom. So uh, Me neither. I guess that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Electra is definitely really good reality TV. I mean, from a producer's point yes. of view, she's getting really True. hot and bothered right now, and they like that. So. Yeah, she True. was good TV on House of Drag as well. Like, she brought drama and she brought like cliqueiness and like yeah. fight to the show. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I would rather see good drag. Like, I would rather see <laughs> yeah. you know. And and yeah. once again, like I feel like. Coco is so much more put together head to toe and I wanted to see more of what she had to offer where I feel like with Electra it's like I I've seen that she's an incredible performer but I know that she's not going to bring me cool runway looks every week Mm -hmm. um and I'm I don't feel excited for what she's going to do next where I I wanted to see more of what Coco was was going to bring that's I love that you said that we know that Coco is going to go home to Sydney where they love her and she's going to yeah. remain the Queen of Sydney. Uh, Electra is a little bit perhaps more of like an underdog from New Zealand anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. it will be interesting to see it now that this has played out this way too. So uh, my one gripe though is that now it's like there's, there's, it's, it's no POC queens on the show, which kind of I agree. For me. 
I hate that. Trash. Like, I hate that they cast two of them and they sent them home early. It makes me sick. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So, especially because, like, Coco didn't, I don't think she needed to be in the bottom this week. Yeah. I completely exactly. agree. Especially when, um, yeah, there are people in the cast who are as problematic as they are. I just don't really yeah. understand why that, I don't know. I, I don't get it. It's infuriating. Yeah, to me. no, it's it's very that. It's like I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about it. Well, what's even, happening? What, even I don't know. I honestly to, don't know. Um, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening it. with this show. I don't know. <laughs> Hillary, I, I, really, you. I really don't know. Like, it's just mute, Hillary. <laughs> 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 no, but even uh, even going back to JoJo Zaho, though, I thought that her voice was once again something that I wanted to hear every week. Yes. I wanted to hear her perspective on things, her experience. And I think it's really upsetting that she wasn't given more opportunity to, to do that. Yes. Wait, did we just completely lose Tash? Wait, what's happening? Are we all here? I think Tash froze. I'm back. No, it's... Oh, okay. Tash. There we go. I know Thank I goodness. disappeared. Thank goodness. Right at, right at the end, we almost lost Tash to a, a kangaroo or something. We thought we thought they came in and kicked you in the face and put you in the I'm still in Canada. Place. Okay, okay. <laughs> we have kangaroos here in the zoo, um, which, by the way, is doing COVID vaccines at the zoo. So good for the zoo. Good for the kangaroos uh, vaccinating everybody. <laughs> Um, Tash Riot, thank you so much for being our special guest this week. It's been wonderful chatting with you. Thank you so much for having you. me. Yeah, it was great to chat with you too. Great to have a little catch up. Yeah, a little catch up, Kiki. <laughs> yeah. um, where do people find you on your socials? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tash underscore Riot. Uh, was Tash Riot on... taken? Yeah, Tash Riot was taken, but I kind of want to be friends with them, to be fair. I don't know. Oh, pretty I love cool. that. <laughs> right? And then, uh, <laughs> and then I'm on Twitter as just Tash Riot, but my Twitter is just shit posting, like, really. Good. Uh, as it should be. What else as is Twitter for? Yeah. Uh, my tweet today was, yeah, I'd fuck Bob Saget. Okay, so <laughs> Hillary, <laughs> Hillary, where do we find you online? You Tell can, us. You can find me at Hillary Ass on Insta or Hillary Ass TV on YouTube, and uh, you can find me uh, in a dark alley stalking your baby kangaroo. Oh Jesus! <laughs> um, I'm Selena Vile. You'll find Selena Vile online. Just look up my name and um, Squirrel Talk Podcast on the Instagram. Make sure you're following. Yeah, and Rachel, make, sure you, make sure you check out Tasha's uh, uh, Drag Race Down Under uh, Dictionary Show. Da- uh, dra- yeah. drag Talking down, down under. Talking down under because honestly, <laughs> it's a lifesaver. It, it really. <laughs> Australia and New Zealand, you know, like it, it's a it's a corner of the world that honestly doesn't get a lot of um, uh, you you don't hear a lot about it, and it's so educational and it's interesting to learn about Australia and New Zealand right. watching the show. So, agreed. We're funny. Yeah. Thank you for your service. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Thank you for Thank being you. here and being wonderful to chat with. Yes. Um, hopefully this isn't the last we're gonna see of you. Ooh, hopefully yeah. not. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, seriously. This is this is the last day. <laughs> I'm sure we'll run together. I'm sure we'll run into you again in Montreal sometime. In Montreal. Aww. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see, see you in Montreal. Run again. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vicky will get very sick. Get the shits. Yeah. 
That was because uh, wonderful. That was because of Alyssa Edwards uh, poured. Uh... <laughs> not Alyssa. <laughs> you didn't see her. Alyssa was like, Alyssa was our server. Alyssa was our server. <laughs> uh huh. She was in the kitchen. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you next week for a brand new episode of Squirrel Talk, talking RuPaul's Drag Race down under. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.